0: Hello, everybody, and welcome on into Out of Combat, the podcast that happens after the show that happens on Twitch.tv slash Caster's and also on YouTube, uh, episode 77, uh, where the Baron appeared and the Archmage, and we all almost died. I was at six hit points. Vin was at five. Everyone was down. Uh, also, hi, I'm Moves Like Jagger from the GG Crew, who plays Ron, and I'm joined by Mac and Cheese Please, who plays Vin, and Maximus Rake, our glorious DM for Casters to Cantrips. Wow, guys! Wow, Max. Geez. I was a
1: doozy. I thought yeah. Max was going to party kill us. I'm, I'm not going to lie.
0: It was. It was close. There was, yo. Know, there was one point in the in the combat. I was the only one up.
1: I was like, yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: Oh, what's going to happen? I only have. So many heals per turn, <laughs>
1: right? I can't like, like, I can't even talk. So the moment that I went down, I was like, oh my God, thank God I had this tattoo because that meant like, you didn't have to rush to get to yeah. anybody. Like I could come up and then help Bryn with a, a healing potion. So, but had I not had that tattoo? Yeah, it would it would have been a different night, I think
2: it was also good because you rolled a nat 20 on your next death saving throw. And that's that's the bad thing about D&D is when people start to go down, it's it's almost like a death spiral. It gets hard it to recover from it. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those situations where um, the Salon Empire, they're smart, they're they're tactical, they're gonna start picking people off to to make way for the Archmage to do what he needs to do. So it was a rough fight, uh, but you all survived. So that is that's good.
1: Barely, I left <laughs> that fight with one hit point. <laughs> Which is why I was like, the only way I'm getting out of this is if I polymorph. And that's the only reason why I did it, because then I take call. on the new hit points of something <laughs> like,
0: else. i was still trying to come down from the adrenaline. My heart was pounding the whole entire time. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, how am I going to get three people up and also keep Gin alive? Like I, was, I had one more ace up my sleeve. I had my tabard. If mm. the Arsh- I was trying to taunt the archmage the to leave Gin alone and hit me so I can use my tabard. Um, but he was, he's too smart.
2: Yeah. That's let me ask you this in, in an episode where so many people are going down, um, both from your perspective as Vin or just in Mac in general of having to roll death saves to me and to Moobs as Ron, not knowing what these death saves are. Like, how does that make y'all feel on both sides of that uh, sort of equation?
1: Nerve wracking. Well, because I I knew that bun. I think she already rolled twice, and I was like, "Is she up? Like, what is what is taking so long?" You know. And so, okay, I'm going to tell the podcast something that I I told our (laughs) group because I was like, "Should I correct him?" So when I did my my uh, my D one hundred, I rolled a twenty five, not a twenty nine. You misheard me. And so the teleport that I did wasn't technically what was supposed to happen, but I was uh, like, I'll leave this because then that fine, got yeah. me closer to Bryn. Otherwise, I don't know if I would have been there to help her. And so, uh, I was like, all right, this next role, I'm going to save her. And then I went down. And so I wasn't anticipating that. And that was scary for me. I couldn't even imagine how you felt. As a healer, like with everyone just down, down, down.
0: I I was panicking because I'm doing the math in my head. I was like, okay, Brynn went down first. She's got she already made two rolls. Valcan has a second roll coming up, so he should be okay. And since we made the rule, like if you roll the one, it's not a double negative. I was like, all right, cool. So Vin survived. She can feed Brynn a potion. So therefore I can heal Valkan. But then after you survived, you went down again. I'm like after I made all the planning in my head, I was like, fuck, what do I do now? <laughs> um, but that's, the, the dice that's, gods blessed us and you rolled a 20 and you revived. I was like, oh, thank God.
2: Oh. <laughs> that's why I love that 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 homebrew rule so much is, is you know, you still have a little bit of metagaminess. It's like, okay, maybe they have some rolls left, but you don't know. There's you nothing know. certain. You have no idea unless they're stabilized. So that's that's why I like that because you know if you leave them there for for you know on that third turn they could just be dead so i like that it creates that urgency of okay like i don't know what's going to happen if they're going to die or not so at some point you got to go take care of it
0: yeah yeah it's kind of tough too especially for um because i'm not exactly a true healer <laughs> i'm just like pinching heals, you yeah. know and um and normally in D, damage is king. Like, why heal when you can just do a buttload of damage? But when this many people are so in my mind, I was like, Well, if I can just get Valcan up, he does a buttload of damage because he attacks for like eight days.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so, right. Yes, yeah, and like then, and then Vin and is
0: up, she, Vin can Vin. blow shit up. Vin has a disintegrate. <laughs> she can do something. So I was like, all right, I'll, my damage is not important. I need to get these people up because they're the real damage dealers. Uh and then I and if Someone did go down. I always reserve one level three spell slot for revivify, so I wasn't Uh, like I was panicking, but I wasn't like, well, if someone dies, I could bring it back.
1: You can, yeah, yeah. You had uh, something up your sleeve there.
0: In the moment, I was I was like freaking out the whole time.
1: I will say, go go ahead, ahead. please, please.
2: That ritual, um, with again, I don't want to give exact like numbers and stuff, but. It was so close to being done it it was so close and you know it was my bad for misremembering tiny hunt which saved you quite a bit them messing with that which i'm totally cool with it 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 happened and then it went away but um i mean you were really close to getting what you wanted out of that it was it was just
1: me out yeah So I had something that I I was debating. I was contemplating the whole time on what to do because I could have done wall of fire around him where the fire goes out and I was like doing the math and I was like, well, that could have saved him, but it's concentration, which would have meant Sammy would have went down Mm -hmm. and I was like debating and I had like, we have a little chat and I was like, I could bring Sammy down. Um, but like Sammy at that point had 51 hit points which is like that that's just like a tank like yeah. eat it up you know like like target her not us kind of vibe and so i it, i took the judgment of like no like leave the tank up versus like taking them down and then like we could have been picked off much quicker you know i i could have done that stupid wall of fire dang it <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I will say, too, like, there's there's not like a you won or you lost or, or whatever. Like, in my mind, there were several different scenarios that could have happened. And, you know, letting him complete the li- the ritual and going through that was just one. And it was definitely on the far extreme of, like, very hard to accomplish, essentially. So wasn't that you didn't do the right thing. It's just it's just how the roles went. <laughs>
1: so from a dm perspective are you like rolling for outcomes like how how do you choose which way you want to take the story because i know a lot of dms are like this is what i want to happen tonight but how do you kind of like navigate with what the players do and change
2: i try my best so knowing that the that you all were going to you know potentially do this ritual um You know, after hearing what happened with you know the sending, um, and having them being able to pinpoint, I knew okay, this is this is what salon would do. They're like, okay, we know what's going on here. So then in my mind it says, okay, we have a ritual going on here. We have salon. You know, how deep would they roll? Who would they bring? And then it's just like, okay, let's just see what happens. And I just have to think in my mind of like, you know, what if he succeeds? What if they fail? Like, what if they run away? Like all these things just like have to be prepared at some in some point of like these all could happen so it's just it's i put a situation out there and i, and I put it on a platter and i say here what's gonna happen and then you guys kind of decide so <laughs>
1: serve it to us <laughs> yeah
2: yeah
0: how did you decide of
1: rng <laughs> uh
0: manage the airship battle with Zunde while the other shit was going on
1: oh yeah
0: i don't oh. i don't know if you're rolling for to see what
2: would happen yes um oh. and i will i will say that um i simplified it so you guys wouldn't sit me see there sit me or have me sit there and you all watch me roll a whole bunch of shit like actual arcane cannons and and zune like a, a crystal dragon going through stuff i simplified it um to where they were relatively even matched so there were a lot of opposed roles and things that were happening um And for the first part, like last episode, it was pretty even neck and neck. I had my own DCs in mind, things that would happen, and I could sort of just extrapolate how the battle was going. Uh, And then today, um, it was starting to turn towards um, Zunday a bit. Um, And then they were relatively neck and neck, but just that last roll before they were trying to escape. And that's kind of had in my mind is if, you know, this ship... Um, has these people on it with their own sort of person in charge they're going to hit a point where they're like we don't want to do this anymore we don't want to die um, Yeah. and it just so happened that that last roll before they were just going to leave um, they made their last roll and just nat 20 uh, on it and and that because what would have happened otherwise is they may have you know traded some blows or missed and Zune would have came down to help you all if she finished off the ship but hey. it's just the rolls were so neck and neck the whole time um, in, in the reverse, if they took care of Zunde quickly, that airship was gonna cause a lot of problems for you all.
1: I think um oh god, I can't even imagine that fight with another element. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wild.
2: Yeah, so it's just that luck of the last roll before they they pieced out that they just turned and just shot at her and just finished it. So
1: it was intense. That was probably like probably yeah. one of my most intense moments as a player. Besides like a Strahd campaign, you know, where the, the <laughs> yeah. whole thing is intense. But like that was pretty, that was, whoa. Good job on that. Yeah. For sure. yeah. And I, I,
2: I had an airship map in case somebody wanted to go up there. What? stuff out. Oh, that would have been so
1: dope. I should have done that. I could have <laughs> flown up there.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There are so many variables going on. Like. Anything could have happened.
2: Yeah, because that's something to where if the airship finished off Day quickly, you know, someone made might have, might have made the decision to say, hey, we got to go up there and take care of this too. You know, and sure. it, it just worked out that they took care of each other the whole battle, essentially. So you didn't have to do that.
1: Yeah. Well, like as a caster, I saw a bunch of wizards and I was like, I'm the only one that can take care of this safely. And so mm-hmm. especially when that one kept like flying and evading me every time mm-hmm. because I wanted to do my multi-attack with the dragon yeah. on the caster. But any time seeing me got close enough, they would go somewhere else. And I'm like, stop mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah. I was getting so frustrated. And, and you and have so, to think too, uh, is
2: you know, certain enemies are, are you know, not smart. They're not intelligent. They're just going to go and hit the thing that they want to eat or whatever. But the way I like to run by encounters is, you know, these are intelligent, like they're wizards. They, they have a high intelligence and they're smart and they're not going to sit there and and let your, your dragon spirit just pummel them down. So, uh, I hope that comes across where some things will just kind of sit there and just take the, the beating. Some things will run away if they're low enough. Um, like in, in the case of the salon people, they're fighting to the death because they believe in the cause and all this thing. And, uh, it just, I think it just adds nice dynamics to to the battles of uh, varying styles of, of what you play. Because the last thing I want is for you all to just have a bunch of sack of HP that you just hit all the time and nothing happens, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know? <laughs>
1: like a little punching bag. No, yeah. I, I think it makes it fun that we're, we have to like chase down the fight or like mm-hmm. in your case moves with like Ron and Valken where like they're coming to you, you know? Mm -hmm. and and you're just always surrounded by enemies i'm sure that probably gets old but with being such like combat melee characters i'm sure it's nice to have them close
0: it doesn't it doesn't get old to me because for me because i'm like i'm like tank but also healer but if if i'm engaging with like the melees to keep them off you then i'm doing my job right sure Uh, if they're on you and you're such a glass cannon like if you I go know. down that's a lot of our <laughs> dps stuff. like
1: yeah i have i think i have like alive. 72 health or something mm-hmm. right now because we're such high level but i'm the lowest out of all of us
2: you have the lowest ac as well yeah um mm-hmm. and not a lot of ways to mitigate it mm-hmm. <laughs> with spells and stuff
0: yeah, Do you wish you took shield to like maybe buff your acs in case you got hit
1: uh, well, so fun thing about Sorcerers is that every time you level, you can swap out a spell. So what am I taking? <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, knowing that we're about to hit like a pretty big boss fight, I'm going to take a look at like my cantrips and spells and probably swap some things that I don't use out. Mm-hmm. Um, I had done that actually. I swapped out Magic Missile for Polymorph. And I messaged Max and I was like, listen, like I never use magic missile. Like I know a lot of people that's their go to, but like, why mm-hmm. would I do a spell that like might hit nine or 10 when I can do a cantrip that mm-hmm. is like 15, 18, mm-hmm. because we're such high level now, you know, it doesn't make any sense.
2: And That's why I like running with all of the like optional rules that came in in Tasha's and other books. Cause it has stuff built in. To where it's like, hey, if you don't like this spell, like when you level, you can get rid of it and change it yeah. out and it gives you more flexibility because there's, you know, I've been in campaigns myself where it's like, I don't like the spell, I don't like this class, you know, and luckily the DM was like, hey, let's talk about it and figure it out. But it makes yeah. it easier on me when it's like, hey, there's a rule and you can just do it. So yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I like the flexibility of it.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: I also like you gave us an opportunity To maybe like turn the tides where, you know, the archmage, like, you know what? I'm going to fireball everyone. This is taking too much time. And like gave us a moment to where the Baron's like, whoa, I didn't sign up for this. So you gave us a chance to like kind of persuade him or like, listen, help us stop him kind of moment thing. But yeah, so that was awesome.
2: I'm glad you picked up on it because I wanted there to be a little of that back and forth of, of you sort of realize that with the Archmage, like he does not care. Like this is what he wants. He, he wants his, his lost love back and he'll do anything and everyone's expendable to him. He doesn't care, um, which you all knowing that the Baron is one of his oldest friends and one of her oldest friends, um, you knew that from so long ago with the play that they were together adventuring together that, you know, how, how would he feel? knowing that this person that he's been following trying to get his friend back just doesn't give a shit about him he's this close to getting what he wants and he's just going to cast everything aside so Mm -hmm. i think it was a cool sort of uh exercise on my part of trying to get into the head of of what the baron would do in that situation like a a straight up betrayal of you know the people that he's leading into battle so i thought that was interesting and i'm glad that you all picked up on it and i'm i'm glad that you that you tried it because i it's you know, it takes a lot for a character to to give up their entire action to just try and persuade somebody.
1: Yeah, I was um, surprised you did that.
0: It was tough. I had a whole, like, because, you know, in an initiative, I'm, I'm always planning what I'm doing next. And then Same. When I was like, cool, I'm going to do this next. And then you brought up that opportunity. It's like, all right, this changes everything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to attempt this. And it worked out.
2: Yeah. And I'm glad that you all trust me enough as players to know that it's not like a weird dead end or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I will say just the brilliance of like shape-shifting because you knew exactly what she looked like because you played her in the play and then he cast an illusion to make it all happen, which in my mind's like instantly success. You don't have to roll like you're getting in his head now and you know, he's, he's having some issues. So
1: that was moves. That was your idea. Literally. It was either, I'm pretty sure it was you or it was bun. Mm-hmm. Like literally, we were coming back from break because we needed a Hail Mary because we were like, yes. I don't know what to do. Please, can we go on break? And then the original plan was I was going to talk to the Baron with my action to see if we can get another persuasion of him being on our side. And then I was going to bonus action with a cantrip, um, some other spell to attack somebody. And then literally five seconds before like you switch scenes, they're like, wait changing to blah 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 and I was like
0: yeah I think, Bun, <laughs> I think Bun said it and then but yeah I was like all right we're doing it like
1: yeah I was like oh my gosh we like,
0: Max was like all right we're, we're going live
1: we're live
2: <laughs> yeah and the mechanic in my mind was that you know for these persuasions you were you were basically pulling him to your side but also every time that the archmage did something To lose his trust, it brought him further to your side, too. Oh, yeah.
1: So, there was, like, more things working in our Mm -hmm. favor. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really dynamic way to play an NPC, and I appreciate Mm -hmm. that. Especially one that, like, we've hated almost the entire campaign. Who has tried to kill us multiple times that we're now persuading him, like, be on our side, you know? Uh, Yeah, it's, it's
2: almost this sort of tragic hero story of like, he's been going along trying to do what he thinks is right. And, you know, he lost like one of his best friends fighting this evil, trying to protect the planet and nobody cares. And they're not going back for, um, and then it's just, you know, all these things you didn't know for so long. Mm -hmm. And then now he comes face to face to what's going on. And just, it just sort of puts everything on top of his head. So I think it's really cool.
0: Yeah. I like that you give, they're not just evil to be evil. Like, oh, I'm just going to destroy the world. Like, there's yeah. there's layers. There's purpose to why they're mm-hmm. being evil. Uh, and then, like, even for the Baron, there's a glimmer of hope. Like, oh, he, he's still a little bit of good at him, but he's been so misguided.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, so good job, Max. That's really great. Good village. It is is good. Yeah. but I, uh, I will say this real quick. Um, now that I kind of tipped the hand with his Eldritch Blast, who do you think his patron is?
1: Orcus, uh, I had to. I never, I know yeah, because I
0: knew he was a warlock, but I didn't I never thought who his patron would be, so that's kind of crazy.
1: Oh, wait, is it the same guy that's your guy? You I'm gonna have to
2: find out and <gasps> see if it comes up. <laughs> um, it would. it no. would,
1: ha- I mean, I don't know. I've never played that class, so I don't know a whole lot about all of that. It, business, it will most but...
2: certainly come up, so I don't want to give any spoilers. Oh, okay. But I just was right. pointing that question of who do you think his patron is. So yeah, I gotta ponder on that. All right. <laughs> my well, okay,
1: not knowing anything, my vote is the same guy as your guy. Just saying, my,
0: Sylvanas, my my god, my patron. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: yep. Okay. That's what I'm uh, not knowing anything you know, about sh- it put in asked. the comments down below who you think it is yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: excited for next week and yep. apparently some crazy shit's happening at the, the tower so thank you everyone for uh, hanging out with us here at out of combat and uh, follow us uh, on all the socials casters and cantrips or caster cantrips over on twitter or easy where everything is located castersandcantrips dot com and we will catch you in the next one bye everybody Bye. bye.